Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Mrs. Mummy PhD podcast. I am your host, Michelle Gibbs, and I am passionate about helping scholarly mamas like you navigate your journeys with purpose so you can achieve your life and academic goals without sacrificing what matters. The reality is that scholarly mama life is multidimensional. We're scholars, yes, but we're also mothers, wives, and so much more with whole lives outside of academia. So how do we successfully navigate all this? Well, first, we need the space to embrace this unique blend. Only then can we begin the important work of becoming purposefully whole. And part of my own purposeful work is to create a space for us as scholarly mamas to grow, to reflect, and to become everything that we were meant to be. So, mama, are you in? Fabulous. Let's begin. These are our journeys of becoming. Hey, mama, welcome back to the podcast. I want to kick today's episode off with a question. And the question is, what matters most to you in your life as a scholarly mama? Now, you may not have asked yourself this question for a long time, but after the start to 2023 that we had in our family, I thought it may be worth reflecting on this now. So what matters most to you in your life as a scholarly mama? Is it your degree titles? Maybe it's the prestige of your institution. Perhaps it's the number of bids or grants that you've won for your research. Is it the recognition you get from your academic peers? Or is it the impact factor of the journal where you got your last paper published? Perhaps none of the above are your most treasured achievements in your life as a scholarly mama. And I certainly don't blame you. But if you don't know what matters to you most as a scholarly mama, or it feels like something's missing for you, then finding fulfillment or defining what fulfillment means to you may be a good place to start. You see, finding fulfillment is the process of discovering and pursuing what brings you joy and satisfaction in life. It's about finding a sense of purpose and meaning that can help guide your decisions and actions. So in today's episode, I want to explore what finding fulfillment is, why it's important, and how to get started on the path toward meaningful living. So what gives your life fulfillment? Well, one dictionary defines fulfillment as the act of doing or having what is required or necessary. The feeling of being happy and satisfied with what you're doing or have done. That's a definition. So it's when someone's needs and desires are met. A fulfilling life can be described as one where an individual experiences peace, contentment, and fulfillment in their life. There are many different means to achieving a fulfilling life from personal growth to our relationships to even engaging in acts of service. However, 
There is one common theme running through all of these routes to a fulfilled life. And it starts with an intention to create a life of fulfillment. With an open heart and mind, we can discover the simple moments that bring us peace and contentment. So when we think about fulfillment, it's very tempted to think of all the complexity of it and, you know, what does fulfillment mean to one person may mean something different to someone else. And all that's true. But the key to fulfillment, I think, is simplicity. So every now and again, when we're tempted to become lost in ourselves and our circumstances, we are sent little reminders about what matters most. And I promise you, it's not the complexity. I recently experienced exactly this. And it was a timely reminder that fulfillment in life can be found in the simplest of things. Let me share the story with you. Oh, mama. Oh, it was one of those mornings. We were rushing out of the house for the morning school run after a night of disturbed sleep because our toddler wasn't having the best night. So my husband and I took turns waking with him. So I was feeling supremely frazzled. Listen, this scholarly mama here needs sleep to function. Okay, let's just get that (laughs) out in the open. Um, So on top of that, it was a cold February morning and we were venturing out into the frosty, foggy outdoors as we loaded up the car. With all the bags and boys accounted for, I did my usual traffic check before beginning our school run and realized that every possible direction would lead us into traffic. Oh, nightmare. Nightmare. Anyway, I made the choice of which route to take and off we went. Feeling hot and bothered, or rather freezing cold and frazzled, we joined the impending traffic. As we always do, we tuned into our favourite podcast show that the kids love to listen to, and we made our way towards school. By some miracle or the other, I managed to get our eldest son to school on time, thank God for that. We said all of our I love yous and see you laters, and I continued on toward or middle son school to drop him off. However, <laughs> it wasn't long before we became stuck in more traffic again. Getting him to school on time just didn't seem like it was going to happen that day. What a horrendous start to the morning, I thought to myself, as the boys quietly listened to their storytime podcast over the loudspeaker. So as I glanced into the rearview mirror to check the traffic behind... I noticed something out of the corner of my eye, something so simple and so ordinary and yet so beautiful and needed in that moment of frustration. So despite all of the traffic shenanigans and the concern that we were going to be late, I watched in my rearview mirror as our toddler son slowly reached out his hand to our middle son. And as we crawled along in what felt like three miles per hour traffic, They tightly held on to each other. They continued to do so, taking turns, smiling at each other. It was so cute, so cute. Then simultaneously, they turned their heads in the opposite direction and gazed out of their respective windows, still holding hands. It was as if nothing else mattered other than the fact that they had each other. 
My heart literally skipped a few beats as I watched this brotherly love unfold. Then it hit me. This was what fulfillment felt like to me. It was a subtle yet profound feeling. Seeing them express their love for each other helped me to remember what matters even when life gets stressful and doesn't go to plan. It reminded me in that moment that our kids felt safe, they felt happy and loved and that is what mattered. These are the moments that give me perspective and these are the moments that give life meaning. This one reminded me of why I am so intentional about living a fulfilled life. It was like life paused just for a second as both the boys and I <laughs> held on to that moment and there were no words to describe it. So off we went to each start our days feeling loved, treasured and fulfilled. So why does it matter to prioritize what matters? Well, when you focus on what matters, you're able to experience fulfillment because fulfillment is a benefit of the living. It's something that you do while you have life and breath. Whatever your beliefs about death, I'm sure you would agree that your time here on this earth is limited and finding fulfillment in life is a decision that is within your control in the majority of cases. It's an intentional choice. But the problem is that we think we have time. As you guys probably know from following me on Instagram, my husband and I recently lost one of our closest friends. He was one of my husband's best friends for over 30 years and quickly became a brother to us both when we became a couple. So after losing him suddenly at the beginning of this year to a short and unexpected two-week battle, with an aggressive cardiac sarcoma. We struggle to come to terms with the reality that he's no longer with us. Him passing so suddenly at 40 years old, leaving behind a wife and two young kids under five, was indeed a shock to the system. He was such a kind and introspective person. He was a light and losing him has left such a hole in our hearts. It also reminds us of what really matters in life and that we must continue to cherish and prioritize those things because none of us knows when our time will come. So this episode was partly inspired by our daily departed friend who we miss so, so, so much. My husband compiled a tribute video with lots of his little voice notes that we've collected, obviously, over the years. And if you wanted to hear that for yourselves and hear, you know, what a light we've lost, I'll leave a link to that in the show notes. And then you can share this episode with a friend to help our friend's legacy live on. I also wrote a tribute poem for his funeral, which you can also watch. I will leave a link for that in the show notes as well. So how do we identify what matters most in our life? 
We all have a desire to identify what matters most in life and make it our priority. But how do we go about it? What are the strategies that can help us evaluate our life's purpose and set meaningful goals? Here are a few question prompts to help you begin the journey toward finding fulfillment. What are your biggest hopes in your life? How do you visualize your future? What do you do well and what makes you feel good about yourself? If you could see your future self, what would you look like? What do you want your legacy to be? These are the things that will give meaning and purpose to your life. These are the points of reference for how you can reorganize your priorities if you have to. This is why I strongly believe that every scholarly mama needs a fulfillment plan. And I've created a free five-step fulfillment planner, which I will leave a link to in the show notes for you. You can download it absolutely free and use it as a tool towards reorganizing priorities if you need to. Fulfillment is not a distant, unattainable ideal for scholarly mamas. Remember that your best chance for a happy future lies in the present moment. Think about all those little micro decisions that you make in a single day. How do they contribute to your bigger purpose and align with your values? Do your decisions align with your values? I guess that's the question to ask first. Making decisions based on our values and priorities can be a difficult task. It requires us to think deeply about our values and prioritize them in order to make the right decisions. But how do we identify our core values? Or how do we set achievable goals? And how do we align our actions with these values so that we can make decisions which reflect who we are and what we stand for? Do we even know what our core values are? The process of decision making is often made easier when we're able to identify the relevant characteristics and attitudes that help us decide. Core values are different from personal values. So personal values may be things like I want to be healthy, I want to make money, whereas core values may include things like service or family. They generally provide an overarching framework for your life and how you choose your actions. They give you a direction in life so that when you're faced with difficult choices, thinking about what really matters to you becomes easier. Your core values give you guiding principles that can help you make the best decisions on your journeys of becoming. Self-reflection is a huge part of this. But what are the benefits of self-reflection? Taking the time to reflect on and appreciate what matters in our lives is an important part of finding fulfillment. Self-reflection helps us to become aware of our thoughts, our feelings and our actions so that we can make conscious choices about how we want to live our lives. Self-reflection, also known as mindfulness, is a process of being aware of your thoughts, your feelings and actions with the intention of being present in your life. 
It involves pausing to assess your situation and surroundings and then focusing on what you're experiencing in that moment with an attitude of openness and acceptance. So when practicing self-reflection, we may also become more aware of our emotions or mental states and make conscious decisions about how we want to live our lives. It can help us find meaning from past experiences so that we know what is important to us and what we want to avoid in the future. Practicing gratitude helps you to appreciate what matters as well. Practicing gratitude can help us to stay focused on the positive aspects of life and appreciate all that we have. When our family started our five minutes of gratitude practice every evening over dinner, we did it not only to express our gratitude openly, but also to model to our kids how they can do the same too. It was an opportunity to share what happened during the day and to be intentional and vulnerable as a family while reflecting on the day's events with gratitude. So in case you were wondering, this was actually the inspiration behind my free five minutes of gratitude journal, which you can download. I will again leave a link to that in the show notes. So making time for what matters is important for finding fulfillment as a scholarly mama and it allows you to face the hurdles that you will most certainly encounter on your journeys, but to face them with purpose. And by the way, focusing on the things that bring you fulfillment in your life doesn't mean you don't have goals and career aspirations still. It's just that you choose not to let them rule your life. So again, I asked you, What matters most to you, Mama? Is it the bond you have with your kids? Or the memories that you create with your family? Maybe it's the quality time you spend together or the legacy that you want to leave for your kids. What impact do you want to have in the world? What good would you like to do for others? When academic life gets tough... It's so easy to lose sight of what matters most to us as scholarly mamas. We become so fixated on reaching milestones and destinations in our careers and in pursuit of our academic achievements that we rob ourselves of the joy, fulfillment and purpose in the journey of getting there. Mama, real life is still happening while we are busy building careers. We are still mothering our kids. We are still evolving in our marriages and our relationships. We are still growing as individuals. Academic life does not happen in a vacuum. Yet, we prioritize and pedestalize our academic pursuits as if it were so, denying the whole lives that we have outside of academia. And unfortunately, this is often to our own detriment in the long term. So when you're spending quality time with your family or practicing self-care or exercising your faith or volunteering in your community, helping a friend, looking after your mental well-being or just doing something else that you consider purposeful, it's never a waste of time, Mama. So as we bring this episode to a close, I just wanted to recap that we talked today about finding fulfillment in life as a scholarly mama. And although that will look different for everyone, it's important to realize that it begins with you. It begins with you making small, intentional micro decisions that align with your purposeful goals. 
It's about doing the things that make life worthwhile for you and for those you share it with. Really, it's about prioritizing what matters. It's important to make time for what matters to you and prioritize the things that bring you joy and fulfillment in life. So first, the clarity, then the action, because these are our journeys of becoming. So how have you found the juggle of family, work and life as a scholarly mama? What tips would you share about finding fulfillment that I've overlooked for this episode? If you enjoy this episode, please share it with another scholarly mama you know. And until next time, mama, I'm sending you lots of love and lots of gratitude. Take care. Speak to you soon. Bye bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mrs. Mummy PhD podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you did and you want in on this movement, why not head over to MrsMummyPhD.com. You can join the waitlist for our exclusive community of smart, purposeful, scholarly mamas. We'd love to see you on the inside. Remember, mama, these are our journeys of becoming.